The Rambam in Hilchus Chova, Paragimel Allah Hadalid says as follows Even though the blowing of the Shafer on Rosh Hashanah is Xerus HaKosav, it's learned out of Psukim. To blow the Shafer, our mitzvah daraisa. Now, this year we will not have a daraisa because the first day, amazingly, amazingly, there's a mitzvah daraisa of Shafer. The Rabbanan told us not to blow Shafer. Remarkably, we have a mitzvah daraisa Shabbos Kodesh, and the Rabbanan told us not to, and remarkably, we're not going to do a daraisa. It's, it's amazing that the Rabbanan have a koyach, have a power to tell us not to do a daraisa, they can never actively tell us to transgress a daraisa. But passively, Sheval Tasa, the Rabbanan say, don't blow shaifer, which is just remarkable. It's a command of the Melech, a command of Hashem. Yet we are mitzvah to listen to our Chachamim. We're mitzvah to listen to the Rabbanan. And the Rabbanan, is, it's, a, it's a mind-boggling concept. I would say it blows the mind. When you talk about Shaif, it'll be too much of a pun, and my father doesn't like puns. Shlomo Gur, if he was here, I would say it. But amazingly, we have a mitzvah the Raisa to blow the Shaifer. The Rabbanon this year said it's Shabbos. We're worried about Chilol Shabbos. Don't blow the Shaifer. Amazing. Somebody really could ask the purpose of all our Vedas Hashem is to actively serve Hashem. It's remarkable that they took away an active service for fear will be Mechalel Shabbos. It's a, it's a long conversation and a fascinating mitzvah. Lemaisa, this year we'll only have the Chi of the Rabbanan, the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we'll have the Chi of the Rabbanan of Shoifer. But there's normally a mitzvah d'araisa of Tkiah Shoifer. Very, very important <coughs> mitzvah. It's a mitzvah we get once a year, so I certainly recommend the second day on Sunday we do our mitzvah the Rabbanon of Tkiah Shoifer, of making sure to come to Shul to hear the sounds. We're going to blow a hundred blasts. Of those a hundred, forty of them are a minog, forty are custom. It's a minog, you have to know what's what. The Baal Tekeya, and I ask Yehuda to blow the last ones, not al to have in mind there may be a Bachar who comes to Shul late. If Yehuda has in mind it's just a Minog, he doesn't think he's being mighty somebody in a mitzvah. So we have in mind for the mitzvah of Shaifer, for Bachar hears just those 40, he'll be Yitzah, his mitzvah. The Iker Chiyuv is to hear nine blasts. Three, there's a Tkiya, true Tkiya, for Zechreinis, Malchus, and Shaifris. There are three things we do, Rosh Hashanah. Zechreinis, Malchus, and Shaifris. Three things we do on Rosh Hashanah. The three things we do, Zechreinis, we say it's a day of judgment. So Zechreinis means remembrances. All our actions are remembered on Rosh Hashanah. And we have one set of blasts for that act of Zechreinis. Malchus is its Wamam Hashem. We coronate the Melech. And Shaifris is the vehicle that we use to coronate the Melech. We'll talk about that soon. So there's Malchus, Zechreinius, and Shaifris. Three parts of the day. There's a lot. 
to study about those three parts, to be mamlech Hashem, to coronate Hashem, zichreinus, we're being judged, and shaifres. Those are the three parts today. And keneged, those three parts, we blow for each one, a tkia, shrua, tkia. Three blasts, which one's learned from Sukkim. So Medaraisi, you need nine blasts. The problem is we don't know what a true is. We're supposed to do tkia, true, tkia three times, except we don't know what a true is. There are three opinions what a true is. A true is either da 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 is one shita. That's a certain type of cry. When people cry, they start... <laughs> then they go into a full cry, two types of cries. So machloik is what cry we're doing with deep reasons why we would do each cry. One mandarma says the trua is the da 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 da. One mandarma says the trua is what we call a shvarim, the the the. That's that type of cry. And one mandarma says it's both. It's a shvarim trua. So in order to get our nine sounds, if you do the math, we blow thirty. Because we're unsure what the true is. There are three possibilities. So one of them has two sounds. So it's four. If you do the math, 30 sounds to get the nine sounds, we need the raisa. The Rabbanon said, Chavivus HaMitzvah, for joy of a mitzvah, do it twice. So we do 60 and 40 more is a minute. That's what we're going to do on Rosh Hashanah, the second day this year. It is one of the most confusing days of the year, and we're going to talk about it at, right now, this afternoon. There's two realities going on, and they're, they're like, it's strange, it's like contradictory. God is being coronated. That's one reality. Coronation. Yonatan, I want to hear two realities that are going to happen on Shabbos Sunday, and it's dizzy. I'm a guy, I can't do two things at once. If you know Dan Kalish, I can't do, I, go, I, I get like all, my wife can do 16 things at once. It boggles my mind. She's p- talking to Yisrael Mayer, doing his homework, Rena's homework on the floor, she's holding a cup, making supper, talking on the phone. It's my, I, if I'm talking on the phone to a bachar, when Yisrael Mayer is little, my, can you hold Yisrael Mayer on the phone? Hold him? Like that's like overwhelming. I'm, if I'm holding him, I'm him. If I'm on the phone... A man, typically, a lot of men have described like me, I wish I had ADHD. A lot of ADHD people can handle a lot of stimulation. They do like 50 things at once. That ADHD people are the most successful people in the world. Everybody knows that. CEOs of company are crazy. In, in society, ADHD is like 1 in 20, 1 in 25. Fortune 500 companies, about 1 in 2 have ADHD. They're not built for school. And in school, they're taught what's going to be with you. And then the teacher continues to earn his salary. And the ADHD guy supports his whole school usually. Makes like millions. They're just better equipped for life, not for school. They, and one of the reasons ADHD guys are so equipped for life is they don't mind a lot of stimulation. A guy like me, too much. I go to Manhattan. I just go on overture. It's too much. An ADHD guy loves Manhattan. The more that's happening, the better. I mean, like one thing, one... I'm talking to a guy, nothing else exists in the world. If I'm reffing a game, a bucker walks up, like wants to talk about something. You don't know what you do to me. I like talking to you, but we could watch the game. I'm watching the game now. Watching the game is a whole exercise. I can't... Parents have sat next to me watching a varsity game. I'm the worst guy. We we can watch the game together and enjoy. I can't talk about your life, your son's future and history and past. Then then let's go out of this room. (laughs) It's funny, I was refing, I was running a a tournament yesterday and somebody came to schmooze. A psychologist came to schmooze yesterday. 
It was like, I can't, sh- so we had to leave the gym. I, I asked y'all just take, I, it was just making my mind go like, well, I can't do two things at once. The reality is, Yonatan, is Rosh Hashanah, two things are going on at once. And it's so dizzying. Rosh Hashanah is we coronate Hashem. It's a beautiful day of coronation. We recognize this world as a melech. That's one thing. Coronation. And then this weird, bizarre thing, I get judged also. Like if a guy like me, I'd rather two different days, judge me one day. And there's a certain way you behave when you're being judged. It's judgment. Very serious. You're deciding my year, looking at my past, my future judgment. Based on my past, paskening my future, serious times. This is the second thing I'm coronating the king. Like, couldn't we have done, we couldn't spare more holidays, the better, more off days and more fun. Can't we like do, break this up? Very, very dizzying. And those are two aspects. One is called Zechreinais and one is called Malchus. Somehow they're on the same day. It's mind-boggling. What are we getting judged and coronating on the same day? It like overwhelms a guy like me. These two different aspects, Yonatan. The Shafer is the vehicle how we coronate Hashem. Now I'm going to show you the Shafer. It says, Allah Elohim Bisru. Hashem goes up with the true, with the blow of the Shafer. One of the most powerful and important moments of Rosh Hashanah is Shafer blowing. I try to speak before the Shafer blowing because it's the heart and soul of Rosh Hashanah. And it's an important moment to, to get busy with the, whatever we're supposed to get busy in Rosh Hashanah. And I want to talk about that this afternoon. But the Shafer blowing is a very important moment. The day itself in the Torah is called Yom Trua, a day of Shafer, a day of blows. It's the essence of the day, that Shafer. Fascinating we, what the Shafer is, which is a third of the day, Shafris. Then there's two things, I'm judged, and then there's coronation, and then the Shafer comes in here. I need to pull it all together. So please allow me for please allow me to talk to myself in front of you. I am gonna work this afternoon for me. I need to grab the day, understand the day, and then understand like I can't do to, just a guy like me struggles if Hashem's mitzvah to do different things at once. Tough luck on Kalish. But I don't think that's what's happening. So allow me to learn with you a little bit so we could try to like pull everything together, these three parts to the day. The Rambam. He says, even though is means when God commands something, whenever you give a reason, you're being very arrogant. The reason God said to do this, God is very smart, very. And you do what Hashem says, his mitzvahs are deep. He created you, he created me, he created him and her. Hashem is very smart. He has a whole beautiful world that he constructed it all. And he's very smart. And there are a lot of ideas to arrogantly say, well, the mitzvah is Hashem wants. He's being very arrogant. Now, he wants us to study mitzvahs and to get smart from them. He commanded us to do them, to study his mitzvahs. It says the commands of Hashem, misam chelev, can make a person very happy. What a yid does is I do the mitzvahs whether I understand it or not but I do strive to gain some understanding. And they're very, very deep mitzvahs, and we don't say this is what Hashem meant. 
we say there's some message to me. The mitzvah talks to me and says, by the way, what the mitzvah says to me this year might speak a little different next year. A lot depends where I'm holding, where you're holding. Hashem, just know, Hashem said to you, I want you to hear a blast. There's got to be, I see a lot of people during the shayfer crinkle their face like this, like you're, you're trained from young, this is serious. I always want to ask the guy, knock, knock, what are you thinking? He's blowing a uh, ram's horn in the synagogue. <laughs> you're allowed to laugh. When you hear it, don't go crinkle your face. Stop, stop, stop trying to get intense. Sit back and say, I'm doing the will of Hashem, I'm hearing a horn. Then say to yourself, maybe before it happens, why does God want me to hear a horn? This is very funny. In shul, a grown man is taking the antler of an animal and he's blowing it. It's very, very funny. <laughs> and a guy would come in or you fry your cousin says, what are you doing? God told me to do this. Really now? Wow. What do you want? What does he want? Ooh! What do you want with that? What is that? What is it saying to me? And the first thing is I'm loyal to Hashem. But I want the mitzvah Yonatan to resonate by me. I want to connect to the mitzvah. And part of my first responsibility is to do the command. God said it. He knows what he's talking. And do his commands because I'm loyal. But if I can say, what is he, what is he, is, he say, is there a message here? Somebody just blew a horn and God said, they said to you, he didn't say to us, he said to me, mitzvahs are very personal. God said, I know you. I know your challenges. I know how you're feeling. I know the worries of your heart. I know where you're holding. And I want you. I don't look at a mitzvah that you were commanded. I'm very selfish when it comes to my mitzvahs. I was commanded. Dan Kalish. I am going to, because God asked me to do something. And I'm going to do what he asked me to do. Goyim locally in Waterbury. In New York, you don't get asked this question. Lately, I'm asked less and less. When we moved to Waterbury 20 years ago, the average guy had never seen tzitzis. I put up one of the first personal circus in the city in 40 years. Without exaggeration, the first circus we were here, my wife and I put up a sukkah, and people hadn't seen. Some yidden were mad at me. Old yid came to me, I knocked on my door and said, you made an eyesore, you're an embarrassment, go back to New York. I said, well, shalom aleichem shalom to you. <laughs> Pleasure meeting you. But a person screamed at me, said, eyesores, don't, this doesn't belong here. They were scared, like a Jew is putting up a hut. Like, it's kind of strange. So Goyim asked questions, especially early. What are those strings? I had two answers to what the strings are. I have a deeper approach. It's not for them, it's for me. The first step, I wear these strings because Hashem said so. Hashem told me to. Respect. Hashem told me to. First step, you know why you're hearing the shaifer? Because Hashem told you to. The second step, it says, Hashem want me to like understand something here. Yeah, do, do, do. That was int- very interesting. Interesting sounds. Tkia, shvarim, tkia. He wants me to tkia, trua, tkia. Three times each, nine sounds. We don't know exactly what a true is. What's going on here? Says the Rambam, Yonatan, even though Tkiyam Rosh Hashanah is Xerus HaKasav, it's a command by God, Remez Yeshpoi, there's a Remez, there's a hint, there's a message there. He says, it's a method, Hashem said, he's not saying this is the full reason. Hashem said do it, but there is a Remez, says the Rambam. Kiloimar, meaning to say, the Shaifer is talking to you and I. Uru Uru Yeshenim, arouse, arouse slumberers. Mishinaschem, from your sleep. 
You deep slumberers, arouse from your slumber. Check out your actions. Return in Shuvah. Remember your Creator. These people that forget the truth, dealing with stupidity, and they waste all their years with meaningless pursuits that don't advance any cause. Seek after, care about your lives. Make your ways good and your plans. Each one leave leave our bad thoughts. The shayfer says the Rambam's an alarm clock. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's an alarm clock. Wake up. Come out of your sleep, out of your situation of just being completely unplugged into truth, unplugged into reality, busy with nothingness. Wake up. The shayfer is a blast which says wake up. That's what the Rambam says. What's very confusing to me is we're going to read a passage before the Tkia shayfer that the shayfer is, is being mamlech Hashem, it's coronating the king. The Kim b'sruah. Hashem goes up with the truah. It's meant as coronation, the great blast of coronation. Something serious is happening as a melech. You blast trumpets, the king is coming. Hamelech, the king is coming. And there's a great shayfer blast to awaken everybody as a melech. I'm confused. There's coronation... And there's judgment. And I'm confused. And the judgment part, wake up, change your ways, do tshuva, seek out your ways. That's the remez. And the tshuva that announces the existence of Hashem. But of course, to the sophisticated person, when we are mamlich, when we coronate Hashem, what does that mean? Hashem, you're the melech. It means you're the melech. It means ein melech b'loyam. There is no king without a people. You are the Melech means you have a loyal people. Hashem is the Melech means mine and your actions matter. That's what it means. The very job that Hashem said coronate me is actually defines our mission in this world. Coronate me says that be Mekadashem Shamayim. Announce my existence by being loyalist to Hashem. Without Hashem, none of our actions matter or are important. Everything's nothingness and meaningless. But our actions are important because I'm capable of fulfilling Sivri Hashem. I'm capable of being close to Hashem. I'm capable of elevating my surroundings and bringing them close to Hashem. When we're Mamluch Hashem, we're coronating Hashem, what does it mean a human being announces the Melech? He's the Melech whether I announce him as the Melech or not. And the answer is, Ein Melech Belayam. If there is no coronation, there is no melech. Being mamlech Hashem says that I have a role to be the Am Hashem. That we have a role to be the nation of Hashem, the people of Hashem. The fact that there's a melech and our job is to be mamlech Hashem means there's a nation of Hashem. At Mayrev, could you pass that seder? At Mayrev every night we declare two emunas. We declare two faiths at Mayrev nightly. And we say, Kihu Hashem Eloikeinu Veinzulasai, Hashem Echad. And a second declaration is, Anachnu Yisrael Amai. We are Yisrael, Hashem's people. Two declarations. There's a Hashem, and he has a nation. 
a melech bloyam. Hashem Elokeinu, we declare two emunas, that there's Hashem and he has a people who are mamluch, who coronate Hashem, whose loyalty, whose actions of loyalty, whose behavior as loyalist to Hashem announces to the world there's Hashem. Our biggest enemies, the main cause of anti-Semitism is we cause a lot of guilt. Hitler, Yemach Shemai, in his Mein Kampf, said that the Jewish people give guilt to us all. He nailed it, our enemy. He says we cause guilt to the world. We must eliminate this people that brings guilt. They announce the existence of Hashem. Avram Avinu completely altered the world. He taught the world monotheism, one Hashem. One Hashem, he taught the world. And the Yidden, by our loyal behavior to Hashem, by being loyalists, this gives meaning and purpose to all our actions. Being Mamluch Hashem and us being judged is not two different events. It's because there's Hashem, because our job is to be the Am Hashem. That's how we are Mamluch Hashem. We're really Mamluch Hashem. We coronate Hashem by the commitment to live as loyalists. That alone makes our actions important. It makes our behavior extremely important. And Hashem asked us and charged us to be mamluchim. He made a nation that's His people and gave value and purpose to our life. And as such, the coronation of Hashem is what makes the judgment true. It's what makes the fact that all our actions matter and are important. And as such, the shoifer is connected to Malchiyos and Zechronis. It's both the vehicle that we're Mamlech Hashem, we blow a blast announcing there's a Melech, and it's the vehicle that says, wake up, Uri Yishen Mishinaschem, wake up. I hear in the shoifer tremendous chizuk, tremendous encouragement. You don't play an alarm clock in a morgue because nobody's capable to wake up. If you are asked to hear the shoifer, then Hashem is saying to you and I, we're capable of waking up. If you're not capable of waking up, you don't play. It's cruel to go to a dead body and play him an alarm clock. It's cruel. He's not rising. It's not happening. You play him the alarm clock because he's so very capable of arousing, of waking up. The simple message of that shoifer is wake up but it's a message that you're capable of waking up. You're capable of unleashing powers in the loyal service of Hashem, of doing important, of leading an important life of service to Hashem, to engage in our existence of being a loyalist to Hashem. And the shoifer announces that you're capable. You cannot be asked to hear an alarm if you're not capable of being aroused. And the shoifer is that message that you and I are capable, and that's the remez of the shoifer, that you and I are capable of being aroused by the shoifer. We're capable of, of, of being stronger, more passionate, Abde Hashem. And that's the message of the shoifer to us all. This mitzvah daraisa on the first day, the mitzvah rabbanon on the second day of Tkiyah shoifer is a mitzvah daraisa that both coronates the melech and it says that we have a service in making the Melech, the Melech, by being loyalist, Hashem, in Melech B'loyam. And it gives a purpose, a sense of purpose to our life. It says our actions are important and matter. And it says we're capable of arousing Tavoydes Hashem. That is the sound of the shofar that Be'ezer Hashem we're going to blow. What is fascinating, Rabbi Say? 
is in front of us we call something Aseris Yemei Tshuva. Starting the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we have 10 days of Tshuva. It goes from Rosh Hashanah till Yom Kippur. What's so remarkable, my friends, is the first two days of Rosh Hashanah and then eight subsequent days. For eight days, we're going to say, Ashamnu Bagadnu, and we discuss some of them, what they mean. We're going to actively engage in Tshuva describing what we've done, what we've lacked in, and what we want to improve in. Amazingly, the first two days of tshuva, we won't engage in any tshuva. Amazingly. The first two days of tshuva, Rosh Hashanah, there's not a mention of sin. You don't mention one sin you do. That's amazing. There are ten days of tshuva, let's get right to it. And the first two days of tshuva, there is no mention of sin. There is no mention of sin. The first two days of tshuva, you coronate Hashem, beautiful prayers about Malchus Shemaim, about the glory of Hashem. You daven for a world that's loyalist to Hashem. You daven for a beautiful world of people that bond together. so kulam. Everybody should come together in the loyal service of Hashem. You speak about Malchus Shemaim, Kabbalah so Malchus Shemaim. There's no tshuva. Isn't that weird? The first two days, and it's called Aseris. We don't call it the Shmoina you made Shuvah, the eight days of Shuvah Shalom. It's called Aseris you made Shuvah, ten days of Shuvah, of which the first two, you're not allowed to do Shuvah. Isn't that strange, Yosef? But the Iker Yisait of Shuvah is to know we can advance. So many people feel stuck, and so many people want to first resolve and think through and process some wrongdoing before they move forward. The first step of tshuva is step forward. Rosh Hashanah is moving forward. A guy acts like a tzaddik. What do you mean? I have so many things holding me back. Move forward. Move forward. Move forward. Well before you resolve and work out, move forward. Move forward. Dig deep and build something deeper. Build something deeper, build something more. I'm going to give a very crude muscle, only to bring... I have seen people struggling with some addiction, and they sit there grappling with the addiction when really they should move forward. Push forward, build, build, create deeper, practice kindness. But I'm, but I'm stuck, you're not stuck, do more. Do more, push forward, advance. You're very not stuck. Fascinating on Aseris Yemei the first two days are to advance. Sit there, Rosh Hashanah, have a meaningful Rosh Hashanah. Sit there and have an uplifting day. Coronate Hashem. Dedicate yourself. Don't do any tshuva. Don't speak about what you've, this you've done wrong. Move forward. After you move forward, you can then say, that didn't fit. This I want to get rid of. The first two days of tshuva are seeing I can advance in a very deep way. And I could serve... It's not shayach to do tshuva without that advancement, without knowing that I'm capable of advancement. So the aserisi made tshuva are structured that for two days, before I even discuss things I came up short, before I even discuss things I want to fix, I just spend two days in a very sincere, holy way of service of Hashem. Rosh Hashanah is a gorgeous, gorgeous day of service. It's a day of recognizing that my actions do matter and it's important that I'm an Eved Hashem. I don't start going through pratias, specifics of my actions. I actually just engage beautiful singing songs of Hashem's melucha, committing to live as a healthy, powerful, serious, driven Eved Hashem. That's Rosh Hashanah. 
after I've seen, I've advanced, I've experienced myself as an Ebed Hashem, I've listened to the Tkiyos, then I in turn spend eight days of analyzing, of fixing up, of resolving, of getting into details. That is the structure of the next 10 days. That is the three parts to Malchias, Zichroinus, and Shifras that we're going to engage in on Rosh Hashanah. I want to say to the Hevra that that like there, there's, we have such a defeatist attitude on so many things. I told you five years ago we made Tishba became a yamtiv in Waterbury. Became a day we took seriously, and it's been an incredible day. So many people have such a defeatist attitude. Tishba is so hard, impossible, crazy. I'm, you're a little kid fasting, so sad. It is a sad day, but it's a day of intense, of serious avoda. There are many guys here who had a very special Tishba, uplifting and life-changing. We're different today, holding right before Hashanah because of the Tishba we went through. I challenge the guys to not have a defeatist attitude. Yes, shul is long. Yes, that's true. So be smart. Go in and out. Give yourself good breaks. Go to sleep on time so you have more, so you have more patience. It's long, yeah. But I promise we're capable of creating a very special day. There are guys in yeshiva yearly who are ch- their ch- turning point in their lives are Rosh Hashanah or Yom, and or Yom Kippur. It's long, yeah, true, truism. And when I was young, the day was, oh, I can't, something I missed out. And I promise every guy was handed Rosh Hashanah as a gift to you. As you get older, we get very few Rosh Hashanahs. I promise you, I'm, this, I'm not promising you I'm normal because that's debatable. But I promise you, as a pretty normal guy who loves a good volleyball game, I enjoyed seeing that championship game. I wish often that we had twice Yom Naram a year. I always feel once couldn't we have it twice? Just feel halfway in the year we need another one. The Yom Nairam are wildly special. And you get a couple in your life. You get a few. You get a few. Baruch Hashem. Hashem gives us precious years. And you get once a year. He gives you Rosh Hashanah. It's a precious day. There are people who remain so unsophisticated. Well, when I was a kid, I didn't like... See, that's it. Whatever you're added to when you were six defines your life. That is tragic. That you were one six, it's true. There are many people, the guy's 54, he has all the attitudes of a six-year-old. He doesn't upgrade. It's a long day, true. And by the way, we're still six inside of us. There's a six-year-old that lives here. And my six-year-old has trouble. It's a long davening. But as I mature, I'm capable of a deeper range because I'm also older than six. And a part of me, you know, a speaker comes, part of me, spoke a little long wasn't so easy. But he was also so intriguing and interesting. I'm capable of a greater range of hearing. He was a little boring, it's true, but he said a lot. I learned a lot. I beg the guys to upgrade. It's true we were once kids. And to come with not a defeatist mentality. Get a, if you can get a hold of a good machzer, come. You don't have to keep up always. Find something we're saying. Find something of the day that resonates by you, that, that, that hits home. Invest in the day. A lot of people's attitude, I see three attitudes, and I want to debunk two out of the three. Some people have a defeatist. I can't. I was one six. The day is too long. Bang. That's ridiculous. A second guy says, let me see if the chazan inspires me. If the chazan hits a certain note, if like the song, and all of a sudden he has goosebumps. I got it. I got it. Stop shooting that somebody else does something to you and invest. 
invest in the day. The third person says there's a day, I'm going to invest in this day. I invest by firstly you find out the mitzvahs of the day. The Iker mitzvah shaifer. This year it's only the second day. Do your mitzvah. Do your mitzvah of the day. Invest. Put in some energy. Put, invest. Put yourself out there. Single. We sing a lot in yeshiva. There are different environments. There's, we sit, when we bring out the Torah, it's one of the most important things in the yeshiva. To me, it's about a melech belayam. When we bring out the Torah, Shoshana, we sing for as long as guys feel it. If it goes an hour and 20 minutes, five minutes, I don't care the time. To me, Hashem's Torah is the way we serve Him. And when the Torah comes out in Brich Shemei, there's a tefillah, I know, there's a tefillah we say, we are Avde Hashem. On Rosh Hashanah, the Anah Avda the Kutch is, is something the whole shul, the Torah comes out, and we declare, don't miss that. The Torah comes out, I know, I know, I know. And everybody together sings it. We use song. Song is very powerful. It's a tool, very important. All different songs, Ki Amal Choshel Chohi. They're all different songs that speak about the Malucha of Hashem. We tend to use song in the yeshiva for a, to bring ourselves places, intellectual, understanding, and emotional, and try to get both in. But I'm asking everybody, invest. Come to the tefillahs and invest. I don't want a guy to just say, hmm, let me see, like he's a spy, he's checking out, invest. I want Maitzir Hashana, guys are tired out. Maitzir Yom Kippur, guys invested and put in. The day is a precious day, it's a big opportunity. There's something called Skula Sazman. You can work on something for 10 years. Hashem puts in certain days, certain possibility that it's easier to accomplish. A guy in Rosh Hashanah could do, it would take him not Rosh Hashanah 50 years, what a guy could do in Rosh Hashanah. I'm not exaggerating. It would take you 50 years of non-Rosh Hashanah days. There's something called Skula Sazman. Hashem puts certain things in certain days. Every yomtiv has its skula, has its kayach. In Rosh Hashanah is not just the avoid to do it, but it's the possibility to be an Eved Hashem, to pronounce it's your essence, what I am, what I'm about, what I want to do with my life is I want to be a loyalist Hashem. And I want to spend a life in my, in my unique way, with my personality, very loyal to me. Very loyal to my history, to my person, to my quirks, to my desires, to my talents. My very own unique way. Rosh Hashanah is a massive time. It's both the job to do it and the schoolless as man that we're capable of doing it. Schoolless as man means Hashem puts in this period that it's easier to do it. It starts Rosh Hashanah and goes through Yom Kippur. When we speak about tshuva, we're not talking about a, just a mindless bang. Man, we're talking about sophisticated. If a guy can, in a sophisticated way, there are people who bang wrongdoing, but they don't fire up with a different mission. In a certain way, the first two days of Aserasi Me tshuva is before I plug into hows, I plug into big picture of what? What I want to be. If a guy would envision a school, before he talks about details of how he runs his school, he has to fire it up what he wants his environment to be. Step two is how we're going to get it done. In every company, there's a number one man and number two man. The number one man should be an ideas guy. He's on fire with an idea. But typically he has burning ideas, but he's not so good at executing it. He needs to hire a number two who could take his ideas and give form to it. 
and give a structure and give a, give a place that is, give a system that his ideas can work. There are people that are good number ones that the idea and they start and create. People that are great number twos that they can structure the idea. The Aserisi Mechuvah have two days of the idea. The two days of the idea of what I want to do, who I want to be. That's the first two days. That's Rosh Hashanah. Then there's eight days. Okay, it's very nice what I want to be, what I want to do, who I am, identity. But now I got to, you know, I, I have to fit it into my life. There's a reality to my days. There's structure. That's the eight following days. But you got to do the first two days. Dream. On Rosh Hashanah, you're not supposed to be busy with the Pratim. It's not the day for guy number two. We'll have eight more days of that. It's time for guy number one, your ideas. What you sense as a life of meaning, of purpose, of a person unleashed who, who's about something, who stands for something, who's into something. Who's, my wife works with Goyim for many, many years. They're always amazed. We're not, we're not just religious. Goyim also have religion. We do this, we don't do this. They say to Rachel, it's so part of you. It's so part of you, Rachel. They're shocked that our Yiddishkeit is so who we are. It's not, everybody has a shul, everybody has things they do, but it's not who they are. The greatest enemy of, one of the great enemies of our people, Bilam, when he admired us, he said, Yaakov is the Jew in his very regular state. Yisrael is the Jew in his fanatical highest state. Interesting that Bilam, before he said we're amazing when we're Yisrael, Mishkanai Secha Yisrael's our yeshivas and our shuls. When you're just Yaakov, when you're playing volleyball, you're so special. When you're playing volleyball, oil is your houses, in your normal houses, you're amazing people. Mishkanai Secha Yisrael, it comes from the Mishkanais, it comes from your yeshivas and shuls, but who you are is amazing. What we're about, it's not just our holy moments. It's so connected to who we are. It's not moments of a do or a don't do. It's identity of what I'm about, of what I stand for, of what I'm into. I'm an engaged, into person. I know Avda the Kud Shabrechu and Evid Hashem. That's a song we will sing a lot over Rosh Hashanah Bezer Hashem. When they pull out the Torah, we'll certainly sing that. And this whole mission during these two days is to create a beautiful, optimistic, there's a certain positivity. We are being judged. But we're being judged because there's a melech and because my actions matter. And because I want, I'm not even thinking about the specifics of the, the specific of what I did and didn't do. I want to think in general of who I am. And we're going to be busy, Rosh Hashanah, trying to create a very positive, happy atmosphere of people who are committed, who are driving towards something. That's the atmosphere of Rosh Hashanah. There's a people that are about something. They're headed somewhere. Okay, and then there's the nitty-gritty and the falls and the success, and then we're going to have to get dirty and figure out. One second, but I sometimes, in the big picture of what I am, how do I I connect all the dots? How do I get all the different... That's the number two guy's job. We'll spend eight days on that. But that's the first two days, Rosh Hashanah, that's in front of us. I want to ask everybody here, the Olam here, we will be together, Be'ez Hashem. It's going to take us together to create this day. I ask guys to push, to join in the davenings. The davenings are nice when the tzibur invests. Each person invests, and together I want to put in. The davenings are long. Let's invest together. Let's bring it. Bring it together. Sing to Hashem, daven to Hashem, talk to Hashem, say the words loyally. There's certainly a long davening Rosh Hashanah, 
And if the more you understand, the better. If you don't understand some words and some parts, when you just say, Hashem, you told me to say these words, I'm a loyalist. That is so like part of the day. It's like nails the day. That's good too. Now better words, you know what they mean. But you're a loyalist. Sing along. I'm a loyalist. I'm a loyalist. I want a life of service. I want a life of doing the things you want. Hashem loves us, gives us, and will certainly give us a good year. We have a lot of confidence in that, that Hashem will give us. It's been a very, very tumultuous past year. And all of us have a tremendous optimism. Hashem loves us and certainly will give us a good year. And Baruch Hashem, I must say, this, this, this man's gotten off to an unusual special start. Very unusual. The feelings, it's funny that David Holtzman, who's an incredible person who's been helping every guy get sick. David, he's not here. I'm not saying it to flatter him. Incredible person. He came to volleyball. He said, this look six months in. The guys were playing too well. It's been an unusual year. We always have one in and one out. And the reason I do it, one in, one out, is because guys usually can't stay here too long. They're busting to get out. We've stayed in now three weeks straight. Rosh Hashanah, we said anybody can go. Nobody's leaving, right? Brown said we ordered two buses. I wonder in a few minutes if we'll get a minion on the bus. We'll get 50 guys. Nobody wanted to leave, not 10. I don't, it's an unusual year. I can't explain it. You can give theories and this. There's a siyata b'shmaya. People are are taking to yeshiva, are taking to each other. We have a long journey ahead of us. We need a lot of siyata d'shmaya. We need a lot of heavenly assistance. I ask Rabbi Say in your prayers, Rosh Hashanah, daven, we don't daven so much for Gashmir, certainly the first day of Rosh Hashanah, Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, Ruchnias we daven. Daven for your friends, Hatzlacha, to be happy, to be comfortable, to have yeshiva das, to have tranquility of mind. Daven for each other's success. That people serve with positivity, with happiness, with idealism, with, with an optimism. Daven for your yeshiva, daven certainly for your families. All of us should be zaychet that Hashem should answer. Yamala Hashem kol mishalislibchem with teiva. Hashem should answer all, all of our prayers to give us all a ksiva a year of happiness, a year of good health for us and our families, a year of parnasa, a year of just goodness, all the goodness that Hashem knows we need, all the things that we're going to think of, all the things we don't going to think of. We can't think of Hashem should bestow all the kindness on all of us. The schedule, there will be a quick second say.